check one two. All right, that's better. All right, this is gonna be uh, weird. Uh, let's see how this goes. I can't steer you enough away from Janky Town. It's a terrible podcast. Well, thanks, Bean. Thanks for those kind words. It, today is gonna be a solo episode, so uh, should I just get into it? Let's do this. Hit the ground, Jay. We can get the janky poppin', that's a sound. Jay, Jay. We make your frown, Jay. Go upside down, Jay. It's getting janky, we the greatest pound for pound. What up, Dave? Jay. What up, Dave? Jay. What up, bro? Jay. What up, James? What up, Dave? Jay. What up, Dave? Jay. What up, bro? Jay. What up, James? It's getting janky. It's getting janky. It's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. It's getting janky. It's getting janky, it's getting janky. I love it when we jank around. Janky! Town. What up, janksters? It's uh, Dave, and uh, it's just me today. Uh, it's episode 123 of Janky Town. And you could reach us by emailing me at jankytown69 at gmail.com or find us on socials at jankytown69 on Instagram and Twitter. You could also call us anytime at the jank line, 855-JANKY69. I love to hear from you. Keep calling, leaving us a message. All right, Janks as well. I hope you enjoyed your uh, three-day weekend. Uh, let's get into how was my week. Uh, the week went pretty well, I got to say. Uh, it was really busy at work, so that kept me busy the whole week. But Monday happened to be a holiday. And what do you do on holidays where you're just lying around home and you got nothing to do? Well, luckily for Krista and I, we had... A Mickey Mouse Lego set that has just been sitting in our closet. It's just been looking at us. It's just been there going, hey, you're neglecting me. Are you ever going to build us? It's a Lego set of over a thousand pieces. It's Mickey and Minnie together. Mickey's playing a guitar for some reason. And Minnie's holding uh, a camera. Why? Is she a photographer? I mean, I, I don't know. This was a gift that was given to us. And we, we, I never considered us Lego people. And we started this damn thing because there was nothing else to do. We went out, ran our errands on, on our, uh, our, our, our day off. But then we started building this freaking Lego set. And like I said, a thousand pieces. Here we go building a base, which is pretty cool. It's pretty hard. Lots of pieces. And it, this is not like, like I haven't built Legos in a long time. So I didn't realize that there's now parts that move and you have to build these little bases for her, the, the late, the actual, uh, person itself. This is wild. We're having handling little itty bitty pieces. And we're building them into big pieces just to put inside of another piece. Now, when did this happen? When I did Lego back in the day, you know, 20, 30 years ago, we were just building blocks and, and stacking things. And then 
there you go. You have a, a house, but it's square. Now there's round pieces. There's eyeballs. There's tails. What is going on? So then I happen to go to the mall. As we are building this thing, we take a little break. We go to the mall to go get some coffee, walk our dog. And what opens at my mall, my favorite mall, Century City? A fucking Lego store. So we say, hey, let's go check it out. Bad idea. Bad idea. Why? Because there is a Lego for everything. You like Harry Potter? There's tons of Harry Potter sets. You like Star Wars? Tons of Star Wars sets. You like princesses? Princesses? There's a castle, unicorn, anything you want for all ages. Now, when we get into something, we get into it. And I truly hope we're not going to get into Legos. This is what my girlfriend Krista said to me when we were in the store. Oh my God, look, there's an orchid. A fucking Lego orchid. Why? We could just buy the whole damn thing. We could just buy a real orchid, take care of it, let it die, and then it comes back to life. That's a real orchid. But no, she's thinking about buying a Lego orchid that we could just build and never have to water. So I don't know what to do with that. And I don't want to get into Lego. It's it's crazy. Is anyone else in a Lego? Like, as adults? I Listen, I'm already a Disney adult. Don't need to be a Lego adult. So we come back. Luckily, didn't buy the Lego. Didn't buy the, the orchid. We come back, finish Mickey, and uh, build Mickey. And then I'm halfway through Minnie Mouse right now. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. I just don't know when I'm going to have time to finish it now. And then here's the discussion that I had. And I think, Jenk says, you could help me out with. Because oh, once we finish these Lego, what do we do with them? Now, obviously, we're going to display them for a moment. And my idea was, okay, we'll display them and... Then after a year or so, we're going to get tired of it. Why don't we just knock it all down, put it back in the box, and then gift it to somebody else so they can enjoy building this Lego, right? And then displaying it at their place. We get what we want out of it, which is we build it, we, we display it. And then once we're like, ah, we're over it, we put it, we take it all apart because they have a Lego deconstructor tool. You take it all apart, put it back in the box, and then give it away to someone else who might enjoy the topic of the Lego, which in this case is Disney. And I'm sure I have a lot of Disney friends who would enjoy this. But no, Krista, she wants to just throw away the box, throw away the bags, throw away everything, and then just keep the the Lego forever, the Mickey Mouse Legos forever. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know how this story is going to end. Right now, we're saving the box. So, because cause I think it's a good idea to put the box in. What do you think, Jank says? Let me know. 855-Janky69. The other day, I was driving to work. And I work on Sunset Boulevard. And first of all, it was raining. I, I know a lot of Janks drive in the rain. And the topic comes up of, did I use my windshield wipers? 
Now, normally, I I would scoff. Ha! Winchell wipers. Do not need them when you're on the freeway. Why? Because you're driving at a reasonable pace. The the rain is zooping off the, the windshield when you're driving. It hits it, zoop, right off the 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 windshield. But since I'm driving on streets and the it wasn't raining that hard. It was softly raining. And I'm in traffic. My windshield, the the rain didn't zoop right off. It wasn't going zoop, zoop, zoop. No. It was just dropping and sitting there. Just going bloop. Building up on my fucking windshield. So what do I do? Click that little uh, thing that I rarely use on my car. And go zoop, 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 zoop. Jank says, I used my windshield wipers. Yep. Felt like a fraud. Felt so much like a fraud. But the funny thing is, though, I've had my car for almost 12, 13 years now. <laughs> I recently took my car to get, you know, spruced up because it, it's getting older. So I, I just want to take care of it, which is a first for me. I never really take care of my cars. So I go change the brakes, uh, go do all that. And the guy says, hey, you need new windshield wipers. And I was like, for what? It's not going to rain. <laughs> And he's all like, no, you should get them. These are cracking. They're old. Okay, how much are they? They're not that They're not that bad. They're not that expensive. Okay, cool. Give me new ones that I'm never going to use them. Whatever. He goes, these will be the last for this car. You, you never have to worry about it again. Okay. Well, luckily, I got them because zoop, 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 zoop. Using the windshield wipers. And I could see clear because I was driving so slow. Now, don't get it twisted. I'm not going to be using my windshield wipers all the time. It was just on this one instance. And going back to my original point, <laughs> I work on Sunset. And I saw something, and I don't know if, if uh, you Jenkses are aware of this, but I used to pass by the old Tower Records store every time. And I don't know if you guys know about how the, the legendary Tower Records on Sunset, where I've had so many memories there. Um, I mean, Weezer's Pinkerton release album, they had a concert outside that was freaking amazing. They played, I remember like ditching college and ditching classes, going to see Weezer set up in the parking lot to play songs from their new album, which was awesome and i remember i used to love this about cd releases they would do this tower records would have uh cd release midnight release parties met bad religion there for their their one of their releases god oasis posters it, it was crazy but obviously you know tom hanks not tom hanks sorry colin hanks did that documentary on Tower Records and the downfall of it and the history of the sunset. So I recommend you check that out if you don't know about it. But now it's gone. It's gone. Something has just replaced it. And I'm kind of like, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of uh, uh, perplexed because 
all my life it was Tower Records. I mean, before I'm sure there was something before it, but it's iconic as Tower Records. And I remember even for the Captain Marvel release, they held an event there and to rebuild since Captain Marvel was set in the 90s, they did a a special press event, not even a press event, like a fan event, Marvel did with Captain Captain Marvel at the Tower Records space. And that's where Kevin interviewed uh Brie Larson, Ben Mendelsohn, and Sam Jackson. Yeah, we had uh, a Bush play there for the Marvel event, and they gave us uh, those three stars of Marvel, of, of Captain Marvel, which was really cool. It was a really cool event. But that was the last thing that was, was held there, I think. But now, cut to today, or cut to this week, I'm driving by, and I see a line. I was like, oh, no, what's this now? Because for a hot minute, I think Tinder was there. I think Gibson guitars were there. But they had the tower sign. Like, it was still in the tower building. But now that is all gone. You know what's there now? Is this fucking Supreme store. And for the janksters who don't know what Supreme is, it's like streetwear. I think it's skateboarding wear. I'm not too up on it all i know is it costs a lot of money and when it was on fairfax boulevard it always caused lines and it would cause traffic jams because people were trying to park or just leaving their cars it was it was wild but now they have this whole ass big store where tower records used to be it's the supreme store and at first i was like god damn it supreme you're taking over uh, a legendary spot that's Tower Records. It will always be Tower Records. The more I thought about it, I was kind of happy that it was Supreme that took this over, took over this iconic spot. Here's why. One, they, it makes it move from uh, from Fairfax. So Fairfax won't be as crazy anymore. And... I could get to where I'm going without that traffic. So that's great. That's great for Fairfax Boulevard. It's uh, good for you. But two, I was thinking of all the kids that are into Supreme, right? All, all those kids. And is this just me getting older now that like, I, I, I kind of want them to ex- have that experience that I had at Tower Records? Now, I don't know what Supreme's going to do, if they're going to do limited edition drops or are they going to have events or any of that. But I kind of want them to have that experience of going, getting in line and having a memorable experience for whatever it is. I, I don't know. I don't know what, what Supreme does. If they have a cool-ass collab with somebody, then a kid can go wait in line and get it. Well, I, I hope they do. I don't know. Good luck to Supreme. If there's ever not a line, maybe one day before I go to work or after work, I'll stop by and check it out and report back. But until then, good luck to you, Supreme. I hope you're there for 40 years like Tower Records was. And uh, and you're there for a long time and you make memories for the city of Los Angeles because I know Tower Records did. And that's how I hope someone who takes it over does for the city. All right, should we take a look at what's happening in the news? DJ says no, what's going on in East Palestine, Ohio? It's wild. So there was a train derailment 
and okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to paraphrase it as best as I can because this is this is the Janky Town style. I I read a couple of articles, saw some news clippings, and and I'm gonna bring it to you just because this is this is insane. A train derails in in Ohio. Chemicals spill out. What does the Ohio government do? Say, hey, all right, I know we'll help this. Let's burn off these chemicals before it ruins the city. So they light them on fire. What happens? One chemical reacts to a different one. Boom. Big boom. Big boom. Fire. Everything going off. Chemicals into the sky now. Into the water. Killing all the local wildlife. Killing pets. People are getting sick. It is crazy. I saw a TikTok where a guy threw uh, uh, a rock into the river. And you know when there's oil in the water and all these fancy colors come up? That's the whole river. That is wild. It is crazy what's happening there. Uh, I'm not going to get too much into it because that's that's about as much as I know. But check it out if you're interested in that. What's going on at Disneyland? And why is TikTok bad? The headline says, Disneyland warns riders to follow safety rules on Guardians ride amid dangerous TikTok trend. Disney has installed new warnings on its Guardians of the Galaxy ride as a dangerous new TikTok trend encourages riders to bypass safety protocols. Some videos on the popular social media site have encouraged riders on the Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout ride to loosen or improperly secure their seatbelts to increase airtime during the free fall portion of the attraction. Disneyland says the practice is unsafe and violates the park rules. There have been multiple instances recently of unsafe behavior on the ride, Disneyland officials say. Those who flout the safety rules can be kicked out of Disneyland. The new signs installed this week read, Keep seatbelt securely fastened and tight against the waist. Failure to follow instructions may result in being asked to leave the park. Now, Jank says, I'm going to tell you right now, don't do this. Here's why. I've actually saw this happen once when I was on the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. This kid, this this girl, she was a teenager with her dad. I saw her when they, when you were she was tightening her belt buckle, she stuck her hand in between the belt buckle and and her her waist. So it was loose. Now, we go up and down once, and I didn't see her fly or anything, but then they stopped the ride. They hold us for a bit. We're in the ride. The lights turn on, which is gnarly because we're in this, like, cage in the middle of the the floors. And if you've ridden the ride, you know how it goes up and down and it bounces and stuff like that. So we're just stuck in the elevator shaft in between the floors. The lights turn on. And we're there for a good five, six minutes. So I'm thinking it's the whole ride. But no, I could hear people screaming and, and going up and down. So they finally take us down. We were up like two and a half flights. They finally take us down. And they say, sorry for the inconvenience, folks. Uh, we just had uh, we had a technical issue. Um, please stand by. So we wait another one or two minutes sitting there. They open the doors. And then uh, the cast member and security walks in, goes to that girl, whispers something in her ear, 
and her and her dad are asked to leave. So they leave. We ride the ride. Nothing happens. That, that's, you know, it's back to normal. We ride the ride. So luckily it was nothing technical, like no fail, mechanical failure or anything. That was was nuts. We get off the ride and we go and we pass by the family and I see them. And this is this is be, this is pre pandemic. So this is like way this is way this is two years ago. So this TikTok trend is not it's not new. People have been doing this for a while. I see them handing their Disneyland season passes to the security. And I heard them say that they are no longer season pass holders, that they are going to void their season pass. So whatever this getting extra air is, not worth it. That ride is fun alone just by itself. You don't need to skirt it. It's not like uh, it's a small world where you need to do something fun because it's a boring-ass ride. No. Just, just buckle up and enjoy the ride, people. And then you don't want to stop it for others because then you're that dick. All right. So TikTok, stop being bad. I wonder how Jangsta Tim Markle feels about this next story. That's in the news. I don't know if you like Ed Sheeran's music or not. Uh, I think he's okay. He decided to throw his hat in the hot sauce game. Ed Sheeran has endorsed a new hot sauce called Tingly Ted's. And according to the comical ad he posted on his Instagram, he helped create it. The brand of hot sauce is a collaboration with Kraft Heinz and is based on his childhood. What does that even mean? All right. Sheeran, who makes no secret of being a foodie, says that he's been developing this for a long time with the help of expert hot sauce makers. He joked on Instagram, I felt something was profoundly missing in my life. And after much soul searching, I realized it was a proper hot sauce coming to a shelf near you soon. Let's hear from Ed Sheeran in his own words. I love my food. That's no secret. But the older I get, the more I need spice. So we've developed a hot sauce called Tingly Tets. I've developed this over time with some expert hot sauce makers. We've basically whittled it down to the best flavors, the best chilies. And I wanted it the same consistency as ketchup. And I wanted something that took pride of place on the shelf or in the fridge that didn't just get relegated to the cupboard with all the other hot sauces. I love it. I carry it in my suitcase wherever I go. I have it on breakfast. I have it on lunch. I have it on dinner. I have it on after show food. I have it on snacks. You can have it with anything. Literally anything. Except maybe not bananas. Don't, don't do bananas. Can't wait to bring it out. I hope you guys like it. Oh, and also... I have written a theme tune. Check it out. Ed, <laughs> I'm not mad at the jingle. the The ad was okay, but the jingle, I think you get a you get a ten for that. Tingly Ted's will make your Ted. What was it? Tingly Ted's will make your mouth tingle. <laughs> Whatever that is. What else is in the news? Paramore's new album is number one on five different charts. With the release of This Is Why, Paramore has topped five different Billboard charts, and the response was, this is bananas. Just don't put your tingly Ted sauce on bananas. He said no bananas. 
The band now leads as top alternative album, rock album, album sales, vinyl album, and digital album. They also charted at number two on the Billboard 200. Which leads me to say, why are you bad, America? They should be number one. I mean, to be fair, they're between SZA and Taylor Swift. So, uh, okay, cool. But I guess, listen, I you know, I don't have to tell you how much I love Paramore. Love the album. It's some of the best songwriting they've ever done. And music is fantastic as well. But I'm not going to push Paramore on you because if you're not listening to them by now, you don't get it, man. And you're bad. I guess my question is, is anyone buying CDs? I was just having a conversation with this guy who said that he wanted to shoot album covers. And I said, for what? The digital platform? And he goes, no, I want to see it on a vinyl. I want to see it in a CD. And I was like, do they still make new CDs? Who is buying these? I mean, anytime I go to Amoeba, I don't see like very many new CDs unless maybe I'm not looking hard enough. I just see the resale ones, uh, the ones that were sold back, UCDs, and new vinyls. I see vinyls everywhere. But... <sighs> Who's buying new CDs? Are you Jenks's? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. But whatever. Number one in five different charts. Just not the Billboard 200 in America. They're number one in Australia. Number one in the UK. But not America. Get it together. Why are you bad, America? All right. How about some news? Japanese vending machines are selling whale meat. The, the Kujira store in Yokohama now houses three machines serving whale sashimi, whale bacon, and canned whale meat. This is the third location to host a whale vending machine in Japan. And conservationists are worried an uptick in whale meat popularity could result in expanded whaling. The issue is not the vending machines themselves, but what they may lead to, says activists Nanami Kurosawa. Japan started commercial whaling again in 2019 after leaving the International Whaling Commission. The IWC banned commercial hunts in 1988. Now, would I try it? Yeah, I, I would try whale. Do I want to try it from a vending machine for the first time? Probably not. Probably not. So I, I think that's a that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> News. Painting covered in poop sells for $3 million. A large oil painting titled A Study for St. Jerome by Sir Anthony Van Dyck sat in a New York farm shed and collected bird droppings before being discovered by art collector Albert B. Roberts. Roberts purchased the work for just $600 in 2002. He then passed away in 2021, and last Thursday, his estate sold the work for $3.1 million. A portion of the sales proceeds will go to the Albert B. Roberts Foundation, which provides financial support to artists and charities. Now, how the hell does a painting for with covered in poop sells for $3.1 million? If I have a baseball card and it has a slight bent, or if it's moist at all or anything, it's fuzzy, up, uh, it ratings down, worth nothing. But covered in shit? I guess that's cool. All right, whatever. News. Guys, you're going to love this. 
and when I say guys, I mean men, drinking sodas leads to larger testicles. A Northwest Minzu University study in China found drinking Coca-Cola and Pepsi can lead to larger testicles and higher testosterone in mice. The study examined the impact of a carbonated beverage on fertility and sex organs in men. Mice were given water, Coca-Cola, and Pepsi over a 15-day period. Drinking Coca-Cola and Pepsi-Cola could promote testes development and enhance testosterone secretion, the study concluded. However, this research contradicts a survey of 2,500 men that found those who drank a liter of soda a day had lower sperm counts than those who did not drink soda at all. Now, of course, those guys who were drinking a liter a day were probably drinking Mountain Dew, and I don't know who the fuck would drink Mountain Dew. It's one of the most disgusting things ever. And, of course, that's going to lower your sperm count. We've heard about that for years. But Coca-Cola and Pepsi? I mean, I bet the people drinking Coca-Cola got way better testicles than the people drinking Pepsi-Cola because Pepsi-Cola sucks. But a good Diet Coke can now make your balls bigger. Isn't that nuts? So keep drinking sodas. And finally, dog owners value pet health as much as their child's. About 80% of parents who own dogs value their pet's health as much as their child's, according to a survey of 2,000 U.S. adults. One-third of dog owners say they immediately pick up on their pup's mood, and they know their fur baby is happy when they wag their tails, no shit, jump on them, and show them affection. 35% have bedtime for their dogs and participate in nighttime rituals like a potty break, cuddle time, or even sleep supplement. Pet owners also identified unique behaviors like running in circle when begging for food or sneezing for treats. Okay, this is stupid because that's not valuing your pet's health as much as your child's. You're just trying to keep a living thing alive, trying to keep it healthy. What's wrong with that? Anything that you own or if you buy that's alive i would hope that you can take care of it and you want to make it happy whether it's a fucking fish or a lizard take care of it make sure it eats make sure it's happy give it snacks i mean i i don't know and then the what this is stupid oh they have a bedtime for their dog and participate in nighttime rituals like potty break yeah you're gonna walk your dog because you don't want it pissing and shitting in your house this is dumb Let's talk about Scientists are reincarnating the woolly mammoth to return in four years. The long-dead woolly mammoth will make its return from extinction by 2027, says Colossal, the biotech company actively working to reincarnate the ancient beast. According to Yahoo News, the Dallas-based firm scored an additional $60 million in funding last week to continue the, well, mammoth gene editing work it started in 2021. If successful, not only will Colossal bring back an extinct species the company dubs a cold-resistant elephant, but it will also reintroduce the woolly mammoth to the same ecosystem in which it once lived in in an effort to fight climate change. How the fuck is a woolly mammoth coming back from extinction going to help climate change? Where are you going to put it? There's nowhere cold enough. We're going to put it all in Antarctica. And haven't we seen this before? 
did they not watch Jurassic Park? Uh, it starts there. Why not just use your efforts to save and clone animals that are here right now that need our help? Say, the panda. They're cute. We need more of them. Have them go boning somewhere else. You know, yeah, make a panda that wants to have sex so they could keep their fucking species alive. Or, I don't know, maybe a tiger. All the tigers that are in the wild that are that are disappearing. Let's put more of them out there. I don't know, just a thought from me who's not a scientist. Rare piglet born with two snouts is the headline. An Argentina farmer, Ramon Aguilar, is the proud and surprised owner of a piglet born with two snouts, two mouths, and two tongues. The cute little ham appears to be breathing well through its forced nostrils. And Aguilar will soon take the porker, who is currently unnamed, to a vet for a checkup. I've seen similar cases with cows, but never pigs, Aguilar said. It's the first time I've ever seen a piglet like this. Other mutant piglets include one with two heads that was born in 2019 and one with three eyes and two brains that were born in 2017. Yeah. What's what's going on over there where this guy's seeing this with cows but not pigs? And now pigs are having two snouts. And yeah, don't uh don't buy bacon off that dude. A turkey torments a Minnesota town. Residents of a Minnesota town are walking around with makeshift weapons to dis to defend themselves against a terrorizing turkey. The usually peaceful neighborhood of Coon Rapids has had a wild turkey problem since Thanksgiving of 2021. The feathered fiend has attacked people, chased cars, and attempted to break into houses. In particular, the turkey had a grudge against Rachel Gross, who claims the bird attacks her every single day. Follows me, goes up my stairs, tries to get into my house, Gross said. When I leave in my car, it follows my car. Some residents have tried spraying the fowl with water and carrying brooms and sticks to defend themselves. Minnesota's Department of Natural Resources recommends getting rid of bird feeders so the area is less attractive to wild turkeys, but does not currently plan to move the animal to a new habitat. <laughs> oh my god. See, you know what? A long time ago, uh, Mike Catherwood and I had a debate on radio of who would you rather be, a turkey or a bald eagle? He chose turkey. I chose bald eagle. Maybe he was right. These turkeys are tough, man. They suck at they suck to eat. So maybe they're cool enough to have as a pet so they could torment other people and it looks like they have a good memory. So don't fuck with turkeys in the wild. How about that? Just leave them alone and they'll leave you alone, hopefully. Speaking of getting attacked, did you guys see the video of a woman walking her dog in Alaska and the lady filming was in a car and all you hear is, watch out, there's a moose behind you. And the moose jumps up and fucking nails her on the head. And then she's bleeding and just falls to the ground and the moose takes off. What the fuck? I don't know if you guys have ever seen a moose in the wild. They are humongous. I was in an RV and I saw a moose and I was eye level with it from a distance, from a safe distance. I wasn't eye level with it like eye to eye, but where I was high up, I could see the moose like 
at the eye level. That's how big it was. It's almost as big as a car. So if you see a moose or a turkey coming at you, maybe get out of the way. All right, Jank says, I think that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I hope to have a better episode for you next time. Until then, Jank says, squish.